Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, it's me, Hannah Hart. And before we get to our amazing episode, I want to take a minute to talk to you guys about relaxation and comfort and security. But not just emotional comfort. I'm talking physical comfort, meaning how comfy a bed can be. If you want your bed to be comfortable, soft, luxurious, and stylish, you guys got to check out Peacock Alley. In the land of online brands with limited options, Peacock Alley offers unique items to fit your personal style. Plus, they have sheets that get softer with every wash. You can also layer these styles together to create your own unique bedroom oasis with monogramming so that people know, hey guys, these are my sheets. Stop trying to take them when you come stay at my house and then you sneak away with a duvet. Though, I would say that if you really want the duvet, you can take it totally. I mean, you know, we're friends. But if you guys want to get sheets of your own, make sure you go to PeacockAlley.com and check out all of the amazing linens and styles there using the code EARBUDS at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. That's PeacockAlley.com with the code EARBUDS for 10% off. And if you guys end up getting some of this good, good stuff, which, by the way, I strongly encourage you to do so because it has a 100-day guarantee. So if you don't like it, you can return it for a full refund. If you guys end up getting it, take a picture. Let me know. Send it to me using the hashtag Analyze this. That's not even part of the ad. I just want to see your bed. Whoa, this got weird. Uh, let's go to the podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, dude. How's it going? Uh, it's great because our guest brought cookies. <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> what kind of cookie? It was chocolate chip. Oh, my God. You had a chocolate chip cookie already? Yeah. I didn't even see it. Where? Uh, From whence? It was magic. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and here we are trying to reduce our sugar. Right. Right. Well, it is Saturday. Oh, well, then anything goes. Let's fuck. (laughs) Hey, guys, welcome to This Week on Analyze This, where we not only have cookies, but we are also joined by a sweet little something, some woman, (laughs) Jocelyn Hughes. Oh, hi. Hello, everyone. Yay! Jocelyn, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. For those of you who don't know who Jocelyn Hughes is, Jocelyn is... A myriad of things. She is a comedian. She's a comedy writer. She is a very great, wonderful, caring, kind, loving, providing soul. Oh my, she's thank you. a master of crafts. <laughs> I don't know about master, but I'll she's got a really it. nice mom. She sure does. <laughs> she sure does. And from here on out, I'll speak in third person. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever listened to an episode of Analyze This? Did you listen? I don't listen to any podcasts. I've listened to your clips that are on Instagram. Nice, nice. I am the person who hasn't seen the movie you're referring to. Usually the TV show unless it's Handmaid's Tale or heard the podcast. Dude, that's and I cool. thought I should listen to it. A po- I, it's rude not to, but I think you're fine. Yeah, we're fine. Honestly, oh, yeah. this yeah. is no different. I know you. Yeah. Yeah, you know this is no different from when we're like in a kitchen. But I really want to touch on something you just said. Handmaid's Tale. I have to take a break from watching it. 
It's intense. It's intense. Have you been yes. watching it? I want to. I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. But Please I know. do. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's really awesome. well cast and acted and shot and it's fucking incredible. Fucked. It's incredible. Prescient. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I think that like the first season, I feel like I felt a lot more like whoa, yeah, yeah. The second season is just leaving me hurt and sad. Like, I feel real sad when I I think you're, because you're learning about the background. The second season dives a little bit more into every character's background and how they kind of came. How society happened. Yeah. And how they ended up where they are. And it's alarming. And also I'm like noting it being like, okay, so when this starts happening, we pack the car and go to Canada. We get the fuck out of here. What's your go to Canada sign? Mine go to Canada sign is if the person in power ever makes any speech. Uh, any state of the union in front of two people carrying assault rifles, like they have, if 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 the president ever makes a speech and there's people behind him with weapons, I'm going to Canada. Right, that's what happens in every dystopian team. Right, it's always like movie. I am making an announcement, and you're like, oh <laughs> fucking shit. So if he ever makes a speech in front of people with weapons, I'm leaving. You think that's gonna happen? Yeah. What about you? What's your big red flag? <laughs> What's your fun red flag, Hannah? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like oh god, we already do this. Oh. Uh oh, you know the red flags are. Are just they're, they're past. everywhere. They're, you're just taking so, kids from parents. Oh fuck! And, did you know that we just leave people in detention centers with no with nothing, like at the border? <sighs> We're like, hey, um, you can just sit in there for like six weeks with no phone call and no rights and no. Which is why it's so important to vote. The very by virtue of the fact that as a leader of a nation, you must must view all humans as people. I would say as actual humans, as actual yeah. human beings. Turns out uh, they're all human. You know, yeah. there's still people in Guantanamo <laughs> so. Bay who haven't been charged with anything. What? Yeah, dude, we got so deep, uh, so, so fast. Uh, sorry, that's Fuck. how Handmaid's Tale does, and that's why you have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Handmaid's Tale. No, it's not. I will say Handmaid's Tale. I really like it, but there, the I got a box from Hulu with the single worst oh marketing item God. I've ever seen in my life. The oh, what, jewelry what? box. Yeah. It's, it's like, like this haunted, so it's DVDs, <laughs> but you open the top and it's got something scribbled because long, so I oh, don't want to no, give anything yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. But she has this jewelry box that I believe was her daughter's and yeah. it just has, it's empty except for the dancer is still there. And it, ha- it so you get this DVD set and you open up the top and it's just like, ding, 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 ding. It's, yeah, it's haunting. really fucked up. It's haunting. Oh, Whoa. God. And when the That's first season came out, far. you know what they sent? They sent a hoodie that was a big red hoodie with a white hood. Yikes. And I was like, no, I do not want to wear this. Uh, <laughs> no, thank this you. Fun, white guys? and hood. Yeah, all right. But, you know, we here on Handleize this like to talk about lots of different modes of therapy and wellness. And, Jocelyn, you recently have brought more members in your family into the wellness <laughs> track by getting one of your beloved dogs therapy certified. Yeah, he's, he's registered as a therapy animal, which, amazingly enough, he cannot fly for free. That is what? not a qualifier. Yeah. So you can, like, Wait. you know how people just, like, buy those vests on Amazon and, like make up a fake letter, yeah, to so that their dogs can fly for free. It's not why I got him therapy certified <laughs> anyway, but surprisingly, he doesn't qualify. It was a whole thing. Don't fly United, please don't. Oh uh, well, United, don't fly United, especially with animals. Yeah, just I had don't. A fly. Nightmare experience in Denver with him and my other dog, and it was I was crying at the airport, and the woman was like, "Cancel her flight. She can't be on the flight." And I was like, "Why are you doing this?" And she was like, "You're a security risk. You're upset, and you know now I'm nervous to have you on the plane." It was 
Are you a human expressing emotions? This is unsafe. You know what? Just don't fly at all. Yeah. I I mean, and you were, I'm not surprised that you were at the Denver airport. Mm -hmm. That is the haunted-edest of airports. (laughs) Oh, it's conspiracy. Fucking M101. Yeah. It's like they've got that haunted, weird horse sculpture that killed the man who was making it when he was making it. Oh my God, the horse with like the eyes that glow. Yes. Yeah, dude. That's just there still. Oh, yes. It fell on him and it severed his artery. I just the read that yesterday. Demon horse. Yes. And they decided, you know what we'll do? Why did they want it up? We'll leave this up. Right in the front. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like it's like a horse of the apocalypse. Denver Airport yes. flying in and out of Denver. I have never had more flights canceled, delayed. I've never missed more connections. I Roughly. mean, Landings, rough, rough, yeah. rough landings. <gasps> the only emergency landing I've ever been on, knock on fucking wood, uh, <laughs> is is Denver Airport. We circled so many times because it was unsafe to land. We circled so many times we ran out of gas, so we had to land in Nebraska at Whoa. a what? Not communal, but like a, a community airport. Not even like a you know designated <laughs> airport. Airport, like a local airport. You mean a field? A field. Oh <laughs> you a, had to so go to Nebraska. <laughs> I'm sorry for any earbuds in Nebraska. That's a great. Beautiful state. Beautiful state. It sounds like a a little gift in disguise. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit of a trip to the Dust Bowl. Speaking of which, where are you from? I'm from Chicago. She's from Chicago. Northern suburbs. Northern suburbs of Chicago. Libertyville. Illinois. Illinois. Midwest. But you've also, you've lived in New York and now you live in LA? Yes. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Three majors. No big deal. Ooh, (laughs) tell me about uh, (laughs) their beautiful cities. I have a question. Yeah. (laughs) How did you guys meet? I don't know the story. We met through Grace. Dude, you're like the third person that has said that well, as Grace the answer. Is, I also Grace is a, a, yeah, really loves connecting people. It's one oh. of the w- many wonderful qualities she has. Yeah. And so Joss and I met through Grace. Um, and uh, pretty much we both are touchy-feely people, which is why she's a perfect guest <laughs> for today. <Yay. laughs> so, Jocelyn, what, did you grow up around a lot of pets, a lot of animals? Did you have like a, what kind of upbringing? Rural? Always. Well, Sub- suburban. Libertyville has about 20,000 people in it. And my parents' place is on a couple of acres. And we didn't have a dog until I was in eighth acres. grade. Acres, <laughs> acres, says the Californians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're from the coast. So you had dogs until eighth grade. What was your first dog? Ertl. Ertl Hughes. Ertl. Yeah. He, uh, my mom's friend gave him to us, but we had to all get straight A's first. Aww. Oh, wow. Did you do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Damn, yeah. It's good parenting. League of One's own. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. We, we all we very much wanted a dog. I've always loved animals. When I moved out and went to college and I, I was just waiting to get my own dog. Yeah. Jones is my other dog. He's <gasps> going to be 13 in July. Jones was your first dog oh, yeah. that was yours? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Jones is her beautiful. Why tell us a bit about Jones? He's, <laughs> a, he's a Boston Terrier. Boston Terrier. Um, oh, Terrier. Yeah, he has a baby covered in hay. Let's just go to a dog shelter right now. <laughs> I, I, it's like, I try to prevent It's a crack. I, yeah. <laughs> I me. just want to buy a farm and have a million dogs. And, a menagerie. Yes. Yeah. But Jones, I got when I still lived in Chicago, and then he came to New York with me, and now he's in L.A. with me, and he's my little buddy. He's my little friend. He's really been through it all with you. Yeah. Different cities. I can't cities. believe you... I mean, okay. Oh, Hannah Hart did this too. But Whoa. the fact that you moved to New York and lived there basically means that you have superpowers. I think everyone, I, I mean, it's a wonderful city. It's, it's difficult. If you're comfortable being near human feces, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And just 
constantly smelling urine and garbage. Yeah. Sweating from your elbows. Yeah. Stuff like that. Waiting for the train for hours. Probably getting stuck on the train for hours. Yeah, touching something. Having no choice but to grab a handle uh, and then being like, yep, that is uh, moist. <laughs> Somehow also greasy. Yeah, God fucking no. Yeah. Uh, I always say my favorite thing about living in LA is that I can drive to Target. Yes. <laughs> well, and you don't have to sit next to a pile of vomit, which like you get on some subway trains and it's like, oh, someone has defecated. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> or another in this. That's why no one's on this one. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh my God, this empty air conditioned car is covered in shit. Right, Got right. it. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not just having to like. You didn't just Push luck through. out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, oh gosh, I miss the BART so much. Oh, the Bay Area. I mean, I miss the Bay. I just miss the Bay. And it's so funny when I think about it. I'm like, I miss the vomited car. I miss, <laughs> I just love the BART. You miss every, public transportation. The and option. everything it means. And, well, it's fun. Uh, and there's like, you know, if you can find solace in it somehow, it's like, it can be. But I, New York is different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. New York is, uh, yeah, much different. So yeah. Jones came with you out to LA. Yes. And so he has been your, he has been your, your soulmate ever since. He's a champion. He's my number one son. And then I was with somebody for a while and we got another dog together who, you know, her name was Nina, which she came with that name. And I, I, I'm just not for naming a dog Elizabeth. You know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> trying to be like, Stanley, come here. You like, know, as the owner of a cat named Charles. That's different though. Charles to me is cute. I don't yeah. know why this, I don't know. But Nina there, is I mean, weird to me. Yeah, Nina, like, what Beverly, would you, what, what kind of dog was Nina? Nina was a lab pit mix. Is, I assume. Is, yeah. Is. I think oh, she was. That sounds like a lovely mix. Yeah, she was uh, so cute. A lab pit mix. She was so sweet. Is so sweet. Anyway, we were. And what would you have up. named her? <laughs> we were going to change her name, and then it just didn't happen, and it just turned into kind of Nini instead of Nina. I have names for my future cats picked out. Oh, tell oh, us. Yeah. yeah. I want to get a skinny one. I name it Noodle. <laughs> And then, How do you uh, know if it will be skinny? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes some cats are just more wiry than others. Yeah, more long, yeah, yeah. lean. Um, <laughs> and then I want to name the other one Fruit. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Do you, do you have any physical qualifiers for Fruit? Cute Fruit. Um, well, <laughs> I do love orange kitties. But maybe orange. But gray is good, too. You know mm. what? I just love them all. And I want to get a black one because they get adopted the least. Which yeah, I find very surprising. Oh, no. The, the, they've recently actually peaked in black cat adoptions because of the that success awareness? of Black Panther. Oh my God. Yeah, straight that up. That movie has changed the world for the better in so many ways. So many different <laughs> freaking ways. Hannah uh, Gelb has a superpower that I would like to share with you. Yeah. It is the ability to somehow always find cats. Like, we'll be walking down the street and she'll be like, oh, a kitty. And I'll be like, there's no fucking what? There's a cat right there. She'll be like, look, a kitty. Mm, Dr. Doolittle. Hello, kitty. Yeah, no, literally. Every time we walk, I have never gone on a walk with you without a, you seeing a cat. Wow. And I go on. You don't have one yet. I don't. I don't know what is What's wrong with What's the holdup? What's, I, yeah, honestly, what's that all I think about? I, oh, okay. Oh, my God. I'm so happy we're talking about this. This is what's happening right now in my brain. I'm like, okay, well, I really should just work out how much it'll cost, you know? To have a cat. Yeah, yeah. you can adopt an adult cat. And then I'm like, cat. oh, okay, well, I really need to, like, do a budget. And then I'm like, man, I wish I what is a budget? Anything and then, like How do that. I, f- what? F- <laughs> then I, like, get all stuck. Duck and that kind of stuff. Oh, so you're just talking yourself in and out of it over and over again? I'm just, yeah, spiraling. And then I'm like, oh, but will it have the best life in this apartment? There's not enough high places. Can't really go outside. Maybe I could get a leash. But then you get an adult cat and think of yourself, wow, is this apartment better than a urine field cage? That's true. Oh, yeah. I was thinking like getting one or two years old, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Just watch a couple episodes of uh, My Cat from Hell. <laughs> Dude, and that's what I did. all the info. I watched- and then you'll like put some weird cat maze in your house and 
Yes. It'll be paradise. And the cats are the, the happiest kitties that have ever lived. Yes. 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 And that would be a really good, like, Nitty responsible kitties. move. Yeah, well, it's you. It's very nice. I highly recommend everybody adopting a pet. I'm also a little afraid, really though, great. that it would just, I would have no social life. I would just be like, well, I could go out or I could stay in with my cat. That does affect <laughs> me. That is a thing that happens. Is that a thing that happens? Have you found that with your, with your dogs, you're like, well, I could just be home? So Thursday, I was at work a little late and I have Direct a dog example. camera. <laughs> yeah, I have a dog camera. And so dog I camera. checked in on them. I turned the dog camera on and. Nugget, my other dog, is sitting in front of the door just staring at it. And oh, I was like, ghost oh, shit. my God. He's, He's waiting, waiting for you for to. Because <gasps> normally I'd be home by now. Oh, oh my God. So I was like, I have to turn this off. I can't look at this. And then I was like, oh, God, I hope he's still not there. So I checked it like 15 minutes later. And then Jones was sitting in front of the door, too, what? staring at the door. They were both staring at the door. Oh, my God. And then I got to go home. So it was fine. And I mean, I have walkers and stuff. It's not like that. They're not suffering in any way. No, no, no. But the guilt. Oh. So there have been nights where it's like people will be like, hey, you want to get a drink after work? It's like, no, I should go be with the dogs. They've been alone all day or, you know. But no, we had this other dog. And then when he, me and this person broke up, he kept her. And then Jones was really sad. <gasps> what was, was like that like? Losing a bunch of hair, and he was lethargic, and and I know it. it I'm trying. I, I'm not just giving him emotions. The dog was not acting normal. Well, do you think that Jones was like going through that experience with you? Do you think he was carrying some of it? Like what? What? Yeah, basically, what happened, and Hannah knows this, but other Hannah does not. <laughs> I was engaged and found out this person was essentially living a double life and was like not the person he said he was at all in any context in, in any way. And it was this very shocking out of nowhere discovery. Tell us more. The few days before I found out that he was not truthful and doing all these insane things that are wild. The Nina, the, and she's female. And I, I think female dogs do like when People are pregnant, but female dogs are very protective and they lay on the belly. Like they're very intuitive in that way. Also dogs, their sense of smell is so intense that they, you know, it's, mm. there's been studies that say they can smell cancer and they, and I'll get into that with Nugget at the hospital. But with this dog, she started panting and did not, we actually called the vet because we were worried something was wrong with her. Oh my God. A few days before all this stuff happened. Whoa. And I... I'm telling you, it's like the dog knew something was going. Dude, do dogs you think are so people think animals are dumb, so smart? Well, they're, they're highly intuitive, highly intuitive. And I wonder, I don't know how many details of this you're willing to disclose, but if it is like a scent thing, then being able to tell like the presence of other people or like being able possibly. To- yeah. I mean, he was cheating and, and we were engaged and going to be married. So it was five months before the wedding, five this months was- before wow. the wedding that they had been planning. And how long for- had you known him? about three years i mean that's a long time everybody loved this guy he was a great seemingly great person it was like a serial killer kind of thing it was like it was like what you would never yeah nobody it was was coming like cookie cutter picture perfect bastion of society wow what a good dude happy hosting happy worthy like you capable caring the only person i had ever trusted and like fully given my trust to and then i know i know it's brutal it's brutal yeah it's brutal but it's it's fascinating at the same time and it's it's out there and man that's not um, everybody but yeah it was a pretty intense situation so once I got settled in my new apartment, then I got Nugget, and then Nugget has been such a loving presence. Not that Jones isn't, 
But Nugget, I have a theory that he, <laughs> this is his first time being a dog. Like, oh, I don't like necessarily in believe in terms. Yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily believe in past life stuff. But when I am around this dog, it's like, come on, there's something going on here. Because he, he has the eyes of a human. Yeah, which and is he also very just stares into your soul. And I'm gonna just, pull up a picture and I get to show Hannah. Oh, and so if you guys want to see a picture yeah. of what Nugget looks like, we will be putting it on the Twitter. I should have brought his therapy cards because. Children's Hospital makes these playing cards for the dogs. I'll bring you one. I'll show you the picture of Nugget. Isn't he, isn't he cute? Those he really some, is like also like... this photo, I'm like, she's looking into my soul. You know, so here here you are in the midst of this very, uh, I guess, trouble, like, very jarring. I mean, oh my God, how devastating. And yeah, it was shocking and what? I mean, I don't know how much you want to say, but I have a friend whose father recently was... Look, I'm just dancing around it. But Can I say? Sure. Okay, great. Anyway, turned out he was a sex addict, mm-hmm. which is a form of addiction. And and anytime I'd heard, you know, you hear about it like Tiger Woods, though he's it sounded as if it was an excuse for men to fool around on and their cheat. wives and cheat. And, right? And, it's like, oh, he's a sex addict. Sure, we all are. Yeah, but mm. until I really this happened, and I realized that's what the issue was, and I I researched it and got into it. It's really depressed. It's really it's really a sad. terrible, terrible addiction to have, and it stems from. Your first experiences with sex, either they were premature or they weren't healthy or they weren't consensual. And so your relationship with sex is formed in an incorrect manner. And And then it leads you to behavior. Yeah, it's root trauma that it's very hard. A lot of people have blacked it out. A lot of people don't know what happened or it's it's very intense. It's almost like uh, what I've what I've read about or what I've heard about it is that it's almost like going back and trying to undo the original experience Mm. by seeking out all these different partners and all these different circumstances, all these different unhealthy behaviors, because you're trying to basically put solve on this wound, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because... It's usually a trauma that occurs. It's um, and there's shame attached with most of the experiences. The more shameful the behavior on their end, the more they are getting off. It's wow! I had no idea. I just yeah. I really thought it was like just you know like any other addiction, like chasing that high feeling of. But I didn't know. It no, was, but it is that, and it, it is, is also it's, that. It's yeah. the planning. It's the the thinking about it. It's the, the escaping. It's, it's the getting away with lying. Mm-hmm. It's all these different elements. So it's the control. Of the environment of creating a double life. And I very sadly, I have a friend right now whose father was recently, has recently been revealed to be a sex addict and has been having affairs the entirety of his marriage. And it's just put like a giant wedge in the family. And they're, the mom and dad are choosing to stay together and try and figure it out. But it is devastating because A, nobody wants to know about their parents' sex life. No. <laughs> Period. <laughs> true. Period. But the, the fact that dad's been hooking up with prostitutes all the time, double don't want to know. Oh, gosh. The, but like, but, you know, and it's, it's it, my heart, you know, breaks for people who have struggled with any form, formative trauma and then have found themselves in this fractured state, this sense of self that is constantly needing to be created. Mm-hmm. And it's confusing. It's confusing for, it was confusing for me because then you're left to wonder, was any of this real? Mm. How did we get to the point where right. we were going to get married? And it's, it's very, that's the most difficult part from that experience has been to not know. Yeah. You know, you don't get to know a lot. And that's also very right. common is like, there's a ton of stuff about sex addiction. It's just, it's like, Oh, and there's also support groups for people that uh, have, have partners who are like, yeah. who had a partner who, because think about that level of double life. When you find that out, it's like, wow, excuse me. I thought my instincts were pretty good. 
Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, how do you, how do you, where do you go with that? Right. Yeah, that's, that's, just... that's another thing. It's like a very common question. And it's hard for me to tell people. That's why I stall on saying sex addicts because people have this association that's, oh, it's just a dude who fucks a lot. You know, it's like, no, that's not it. It sucks. Um, and it's not that they're just into something weird and I wasn't. Like, that is not what it's about either. It's about having this really unhealthy relationship with sex and seeking out unhealthy situations. I mean, for three <laughs> years, I mean, everyone thought he was a great guy. I mean, we all thought they were like the perfect cookie cutter couple. Everybody was like, wow, You're the you ideal. did it. it was a, we had a really nice life together. We entertained all the time. We went on trips. We had these dogs. Like it was, we had a really nice, I thought, you know, and I was like, this is my best friend. Holy shit. We found, we found each other. Yeah. And, there's this great book called The Human Magnet Syndrome about narcissists and codependents and how this is this beautiful dance between narcissists and codependents because they satisfy each other's needs. Wow. And so it's like there's scales. You don't have to be like the most narcissistic. You can be a little narcissistic or a little codependent or massively. You know, it's one <laughs> of the things. Any is, of us just I know. be happy and have a healthy relationship? <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> don't get depressed. If I'm if I'm okay, you're gonna be okay. I promise. Because it's you're right. Doing yeah. awesome. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I have days where I'm like, what the hook? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, so my question specifically, you know, as we're speaking about animals and speaking about the empathy and the and the instincts that animals have, like, I feel like what would be the hardest thing to return to would be my ability. A, I don't trust a lot right and so yeah, it's like same. it's hard to trust your own opinions and your own instincts and then you have something like this happen how do you build that back Th- that's what i told him was that you knew my worst fear and you embodied it and you somehow made it worse like <laughs> what you were was worse than my actual fear and Which again like i'm cheated wow. on or- yeah and just being lied to and mm. be, you know it's it comes down to looking stupid or feeling like an idiot like i didn't know or like and that's where the instinct thing comes in too is when people are like, how did you not know? It's uh, like, oh, how did I not know? Dude was home every night for dinner. He never went out with friends. Like he was never, there was never any questionable behavior. He was doing this while he was at work. He was doing it on Sunday mornings. He was doing it again, very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think people say that just because they want to believe that it could never happen to them. But it yeah, did. partially. And it's also a very specific experience that it is a very specific experience. People build very double hard, lives. Yes. It's very hard to, and I appreciate people trying to be empathetic, but if you haven't gone through it, it's very hard to know what it feels like. Yeah. Because it is so insanely specific and crazy. It is. It is. It's, it's like, it's kind of like, how did I not know that my uh, boyfriend was a spy? Because he's a fucking spy and yes. he's good at his fucking job. That's <laughs> that why I didn't exactly fucking right. know. Because is... he's a smart dude and he did it right, you know? He's really good at this. He was really good at that. From the time I met him, like when we first started dating, I had this just very intense stomach drop feeling that this was bad, like run, run, run. Oh, wow. And I, because I wasn't in a place where my self-esteem was high, I put it on myself. I was like, what are you doing? This guy's great. Stop it. And that kind of became the theme of not believing in myself enough to pursue what this feeling meant. Mm. Also, I found out in therapy that my therapist was talking about intuition. I was like, oh, I thought that's like astrology to you people, but it's not. Your body knows. Honestly, and you have to trust it. And so there was moments I had in the relationship a few times, like 
there was one time where I, I saw he had like signed out of a Yahoo email and I was like, wait, you only have a Mac email. And he told me, he goes, oh, it's from when I ordered internet. And that happened to me too. Yahoo like gave me an email address when I like had internet with them. So I believed it, but I also called my friend. And I was like, I don't know, is this weird? And she was like, stop it, stop uh, it. You know, everybody loves this guy. Okay, so here's the thing. If you're questioning whether or not something is uh, intuition, instinct, if you are questioning whether or not the message you're receiving from your body is true, Check, don't ask other people. Don't ask other people. <laughs> but check where in your body it's coming from. Yeah. If it's coming from the pit of your stomach, if it's coming from your your like your core, then it's probably true. If it's coming from thoughts you've created in your head and you're trying to talk yourself into something or out of something, that's probably not true. But if you feel it, it's the universe letting you know that you're onto something, dude. Yeah. And I have to tell you guys, I really feel it for these sponsors that we're about to break to. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, Hannah Hart here. Hannah Gelbiz stepped out briefly to grab herself a snack, but I am fully satiated because I had a breakfast brought to me by Daily Harvest, who coincidentally happens to be our sponsor that I'm reading about right now. Guys, Daily Harvest makes eating healthy easy with delicious plant-based foods that are ready in as little as 30 seconds so you can do more of what you actually want to be doing, which I hope is listening to this podcast on repeat. What Daily Harvest does is they send you these perfectly portioned cups of organic fruits or vegetables or whatever that stay in the freezer until you're ready to eat them. And then all you have to do is add water or milk or whatever, heat it up, soak it, and then it's ready to go. Frankly, as someone who is very busy and often forgets to eat, having something I can grab out of the freezer in the morning, add warm water or milk to, and eat is perfect. I had their um, overnight oats the other day. Oh my goodness, it was so tasty. Oh wait, I see Hannah Gelb is almost back in the room. Okay guys, just remember this. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code HANALYZE to get three free cups in your first box. That's promo code HANALYZE for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Okay, I really want you to do this. Go to daily-harvest.com and use the code HANALYZE because guys, this is a good product that takes tastes good and is ready made and ready to go. If you're somebody that says, eh, I don't really eat breakfast. Well, you could, you, could, you could change that. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, man. Okay. And you get three free cups. If you don't like it, that's that. But if you do like it, that's awesome. Okay. Let's get back to the podcast. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking here with Jocelyn Hughes about her journey to not only having a therapy dog, but man, I literally thought this was going to be like, Analyze this light. Like we're going to talk about dogs. It's never analyze light. I like, get you every time. Hey, <laughs> that's like, why it's a great show. I know it's, ne- but because there's stories behind everything. Ooh. You know, people have these ideas about others. That's like, oh, cool, wow, this person has it all. Oh, wow, like, oh, you know, she has a therapy dog. What a beacon of wellness this person is. She's so great. Da da da. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you know what? She's really fucking worked for it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But you know. Yeah. No. No. It's and it's part of it. He is a huge part of. Of, you know my work on myself and and self care and they both keep me in check. It it it's nice to. And when you say he, you mean nugget. nugget. So after the home life that you were setting up um, yes. was torn to shreds. Yeah, and absolutely had no backup plan. By the way, I was planning a wedding, and you know I hadn't. I had quit this job that I had worked at for three years, and partially because he was like, "I know you're unhappy there. I'll take care of you." Like it oh was this. Oh my god! It was he would joke about me not working, and I actually love this. I. I don't think you should work, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, 
what I realize now is that I was not, I was getting away from who I was and everything that made me who I was. He was like subsuming your identity. Yes. And I was, I'm very, I'm from the Midwest. I, my, I love my parents, but it's very, I was turning into my mom, like without kids though, like without like an actual household essentially to run. I was like, I, and I I found comfort in it. Mm. Like when you don't have regularity or consistency with your schedule to find any kind of regularity or consistency with anything is, 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 and that's what he represented to me was he was there for me. We had this relationship. We had this life together. I understand how it happened, but also how I mentioned before the break, I was also very low self-esteem and it made it all play very easily for him. You played me like a fiddle because I was being a fiddle. You know? Right. And it's like, yeah, it's like, it's an illness, right? And he can't help it. He couldn't help it. But you can help whether or not you have that kind of person in your life, you know? Yes. And so that's what, that's how I kind of came out of it. And when it all came out and I. Did he know it was a problem? Oh yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, there's so much shame. There's so much Did he much know shame. he was a sex addict? No, I was actually searching Google mm. um, with the specific details I had found, trying to see if there was a message board or someone out there that had an answer. What was this? What, I was so confused. I was like, what is this? And I eventually kind of, in, in not a great way, but like, okay, maybe it's this did he go is he in th- therapy is he doing like any sex addict recovery work or anything like that do you know you i don't no idea. know yeah. uh, it's no contact yeah, so no i contact. haven't i treated it like a death when we broke up which sounds very severe but when you are i, I treat every relationship in like a death <laughs> <laughs> yeah no as you should yeah, yeah. i'm you like really and should. nope but i yeah. think that if you have codependent <laughs> yeah. tendencies and here's a narcissist it's kind of like it's kind of like a moth to the flame, right? Oh my God, so if you don't yeah. put the fire out and you're like, sorry, actually, I don't know what's going on with that flame. You don't find yourself falling into the trap of being like, but maybe. Oh, I immediately wanted to help him. Oh, God. I was like, we've got to find you some groups oh and a therapist. I was like researching therapists for him and I sent him a list of therapists and was like, until I found this therapist, I still now see this day who was like, no, <laughs> this, this is person- how this is going to work. If you want to stay together, you can keep talking. If you are wanting to move forward by yourself, then you need to cut this off and end it. And so that wasn't a question. I wasn't going to be with someone who lied to me that profusely. I was out of there. There was not one minute where I thought about staying. But I think it really kind of shows the divide, the difference between you two, because here you are someone who is like, whoa, 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 I just woke up. I am the master of my own destiny. I'm going to do what I need to do to take care of myself and my life. Yes. And it's like, if that person is not going to reflect those same values and not going to do that for themselves from themselves, that's not someone that is befitting of a partner in your life. No, you you have to treat yourself with care and you have to respect yourself. And like, you know, I feel like we are so easily, we we run over our accomplishments or I don't know, good thing. We we forget about how great we are. Yeah. And we give credit to others very quickly. At least I do. Yeah. And so you have to, you have to say, is this person up to my standard? Like, is this, I work out all the time. I, I can't date someone who, you know, scoffs at the idea of walking two blocks. That to me doesn't work. Yeah. You want someone that takes care of their physical body as well as their mental and emotional. And and mental is huge. And, and now, you know, it's not easy finding a man uh, that takes care of his mental health. <laughs> okay. uh, a man who acknowledges mental health is a subject that exists at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little bitter. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to take, I want to take some time to, uh, together with my buddy Hannah Gelb and all of our earbuds, just tell you how proud I am of you having watched this journey oh. happen from a distance Thanks. that like, I, you know, uh, I think this was 
kind of the, the sort of thing that would devastate someone and send them running back home and away from all their dreams and everything that could have been at all associated near the environment of the of the drama. Yeah. And I'm just really proud of you for staying and for being here and for continuing to live your life as you wanted to, you know? I fucking love you, dude. I'm giving you a hug from here. Yay. Dude, you're an inspiration to us You all. are. And now because of that, oh my God, I'm giving you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we here at Analyze This. We love we, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. And oh, the tissues are gone. The tissues are gone. The I tissues are gone. Yeah, you use that paper towel. Yeah. But because of this, and this is why I was like, this is why it's really important that we establish who you are. Because of this space that you've made, and this knowledge of yourself as a caretaker, you have found a way to bring care into people's lives through Nugget, a therapy yeah. dog. The weirdest oh, dog gosh. you'll ever meet. <laughs> oh, no, my I God. I want to do the exact same thing. So here you are. When did you decide to get a second dog? Like, what was that kind of? It was after we had settled in my new place and I felt bad for Jones. I also missed having the bigger dog around because I was like, now I'm living alone. And, you know, I want some kind of security or a bit, you know, Jones is all love. Because Nina stayed with um, your the ex. other one. Yeah. yeah. I really liked having a bigger dog to bark at people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was originally trying to get a bigger dog. And then I ended up with a dog literally the same exact size as Jones. And coloring. So Nugget. They're twins, but. Is of unknown origin. Do we know what? I think he's a Boston Shih Tzu. If you look at, if you look at Boshi, <laughs> B-O. S-H-I-H on Instagram, that yeah. tag, you'll see him. I'm going to show him. Oh my yeah, gosh. show me, show me. He's the kind of dog where, and like, here's the thing. I'm a cat. I'm more of a cat person, right? But I love Justin's dogs because they're very loving. But Nug is the kind of dog that acts like a cat in that he's like, hey, what's up? Should I sit on your lap? Do you want to rub my belly? Yes. Well, do you want to hug me or hold me? <laughs> just so you know. Wow, that's what, what a great therapy just dog. Take a gander at these, these weird Muppet creatures. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. You I'm need a mop? Sure. Yeah. You need a mop or a Muppet. It. That's what he is. Oh a tiny loving God. dust buster. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> you can actually also follow Jones and Nugget on Instagram we at sure can. Jones Nugget. There's an N. Jones Nugget. Yeah. Jones. Nice. Mm, so two nugget. N's, two G's, baby. Jones in for a nugget. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how I got Nugget. And where did you get Nugget from? Your rescue or? Um, San Gabriel Humane Society. Look at this one. Yes. <laughs> How weird are these dogs? Let me see. I mean, truly, I Please, can't think of a better if you're listening to this, look word. up Boshi. Look up Boshi. I can't think of a better word than like a Muppet. It's the whites around the eyes. <laughs> okay, so you decide, so you, get, you find Nugget. Did Nugget and Jones just like immediately click? Like, were you nervous about incorporating a new dog to the house? A little bit, but Jones is really good with other dogs and Nugget's actually even better. So I, I think Jones is old me and mm. Nugget is who I am now <gasps> after therapy, which I know is so ridiculous, but what? I truly no, believe it's not. it. I, I truly believe it. Like, Jones is so, he's super cool. He's a badass, but he's a little ornery, you know? He's, he'll be a crabby, he's a little crabby old man. Mm-hmm. And Nugget just loves everybody and is like, wakes up every day and is like, wee, let's go. Life is great. And I feel like he reflects my attitude now no. as opposed to before because, you know, we're talking about all the sad stuff that happened. It changed my life in the best way ever. I I had never gone to therapy before. I'd never explored any of that stuff. And really? So, ever. I thought that this was just 
Wow, you'd never gone to therapy before? Never, no. In the time that I've, I've known you, I've always known you as a very open, sharing, like, resource-giving person. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I just I just never gone. And so I, I once I started going, I was like, this is incredible. I love this. And I was very fortunate to find an incredible therapist who isn't just listening to me talk, is talking just as much, if not more, and providing me all these tools to help me move through daily life when, you know, I may be triggered or upset or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you um, went to groups too, right? Yeah. Because we've been talking about that. I'm, I'm, I went I've, to very, I was like, for the first year I was doing two sessions a week, one individual and then a group. Yeah. Like, did you, was it CODA? No, it was CODA, just by a the way, is codependent. Group. It was Anonymous. a women's group. Women's so there group. was a love addict in there. There was a woman who had been with a man for 20 years. She had waited for him while he was in prison. He got out of prison and married somebody else immediately and she'd been waiting for him for like 10 years oh my Christmas, everybody. and she was so angry it was just a diverse group and I actually butted heads with a love addict a bunch yeah, interestingly bet. enough yeah, I bet that was probably some good parallel work right there yeah, yeah. But so- as a result though of this therapy I, I look at life in a different way now I'm much happier I, I I'm not as dis- distracted by dumb crap yeah I'm more focused on how can I feel good and how can I be happy and be and- be a better person essentially and, right. and horrible 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 pain just pushes us forward but the it deeper, really the deeper your well of sorrow the more joy you can fill it with oh hell yeah baby wait so uh i'm, I'm curious so so you're, you actually mentioned that your therapist was the one you touched on this briefly that suggested that you so when did you know that you were ready to kind of level up i had we had worked on i you know i live in la i i'm in comedy I have a lot of friends that are narcissistic and terrible and (laughs) uh, who didn't treat me well. And I have been slowly working on surrounding myself with people that are nice back and aren't selfish and aren't shitty. Yeah. So I realized I, I, that was not funny what you just said. And I just laughed. I think it's because no, you looked funny. at me as you're saying it. No, I just, <laughs> that's Jocelyn's humor. It's very dry. She delivers it very matter of fact. Okay. And it's great. Yeah. Right. No, that was, you were okay. spo- you're supposed I to don't want it. any listeners out there to be like, what the fuck is wrong with Anna no, <laughs> She's a comedian, everybody. Okay. Yeah. I, I make a lot of faces. Um, <laughs> For all the adults listening, you know, the people, for those of you listening that are in your 30s, hey, guess- Did you know we have a listener who's in her 70s? I love you. What up, girl? What's your name? I love you. Just so you know. Hey, girl. Love you lots. Uh, <laughs> then you'll know this by now is that, you know, sometimes you just got to separate the wheat from the chef and you got to put your friend groups. I feel like your friend group becoming a healthy, great group is like one of the last things that happened in your life. Yes, yeah. it's very interesting. I now only surround myself with people who do not leave me feeling depleted. And that's very hard. And it's hard oh to identify that and realize like it may be subtle, but it is still draining and toxic and sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to get away from them. Yep. Oh, so it was like in that process and just kind of basically went from like, okay, let's work on this relationship and what happened and how do we deal with moving forward and trying to get in a new relationship and who are you this now? Who, are, who is this person now after this experience? Then it went into, okay, now we've got that leveled out. Let's look at your normal life and what we can work on. And it went into kind of who I'm around and exercising and meditating and the self-care, getting enough sleep and doing things that make me feel better. I just, you know, the constant tedium of managing your mental health. Yes. Oh my God. It ain't easy. It's so boring. I just <laughs> but it's great. I, I mean, I'm, I'll do anything. I, yeah. I, I will do, if something makes you feel good, I will do it. Not drugs, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Self-care-wise. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. I have an energy healer. That's who I am. And who cares? Yeah. Uh, but she's great. So basically, 
then my therapist was like, you think about volunteering, like that'd be a really good way to spend your time. And I was like, you're right. And so and also a really healthy way of manifesting your compulsion to care. Exactly. And that's completely what her motivation was. Um, <laughs> Did you know Because she was time? like, and now that <laughs> now you've dropped these friends that you were taking care of, why don't you give back to people that actually need it and aren't sucking your energy? You're going to give something back from them. So I started looking and I, yeah, my nephew was born and was very sick when he was born and they live in Chicago. And so the children's hospital in Chicago, he was there in the, when he was an an infant in the ICU. What did he have? Can I ask? Yeah. He had a AVM, which is a arterial malformation of veins and arteries in his brain. Oh Oh my God. So basically it's like a blob of veins and arteries that have no purpose, but when it's near your brain, it has the capability of bleeding on your brain, therefore leading to stroke or a number of issues. His is in the middle of his brain. And so that was this huge thing that happened and it was a trauma. And I'm not, I'm laughing because it actually ties back to my ex-fiance that's when he first cheated on me and he told me that. So that's cool. When I like flew what home to fuck? Chicago, when I flew home to Chicago to, you know, oh be with God. my family during this like very intense time. Oh my God. Long wow. story long, they saved his life. He's thriving. He's incredible. He's this adorable, sweet little boy. He's six now. But I wanted to, I wanted to get back to the children's hospital here. It's right down the street from me. It's great. So I started looking at their site and I saw that they had a dog therapy and I was like, I have this weird dog that just wants to lay on people and kiss them. This is a great idea. Oh, my God. So you went just for the intention for you yourself to go volunteer at yes. the Children's Hospital. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe, like, Patch Adams some shit. You know, who yeah. knows? <laughs> sure. <laughs> who knows? That's our second Patch And then Adams you discovered that there was a whole thing that was totally befitting of your beautiful dog, Nugget. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I, I really am so curious about what the process of getting him certified was like. And I can't wait to hear all about it right after this. <laughs> Hey, Hannah Gelb. Hi, Hannah Hart. Wow, Hannah Gelb, you sound amazing today. Oh, why, thank you. I'm definitely not Hannah Hart doing an impression of Hannah Gelb. No, no, certainly not. Oh, wow, Hannah, why are you laughing? I don't know. I'm just doing a variety of Hannah Gelb. Okay, you guys, forget it. You caught me. It's just me, Hannah Hart, because I wanted some alone time with you so I could talk to you about my underpants. But which underpants? Why, Tomboy X underpants, of course. Guys, as we know, Tomboy X has a mission to make underwear that's made to fit you and how you see yourself. They have a variety of cuts that come in all sorts of colors and styles, from everyday basic prints to fun, seasonal, brilliant colors, all in options from size extra small to 4X. Whoa, Anna Hart, that's amazing. Hannah Gelb, please, I know you're not here. I'm always here. No, it's just me doing a voice. No, I'm always here with you. Wow. Well, guys, if you want to be more deeply with yourself, make sure to go to tomboyx.com slash analyze and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. And analyze this, listeners, get an extra 15% off with the code HANALYZE. Again, the code is HANALYZE for an extra 15% off. So ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to TomboyX.com slash HANALYZE. See you there. Okay, now you just sound like a vaguely feminized version of Goofy. Oh, yeah. So what do you have to do? To certify a therapy dog. 
It depends on where you want the dog to work. The hospital uses a particular company that you, you go, to I mean, go through their program. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Hannah? Well, is there anything that would disqualify a dog? I mean, besides obviously like but yeah, what are the qualifiers? <laughs> really, you go into this initial program that you register with. There's classes that you take and you can do them online. Or you can do them in person. I did them online because... I said online life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can stay home, do it, right? Right. Okay. And then you go into the hospital and you do, you have, you test the dog with a bunch of different, you know, they've been doing this for a while. They know triggers. Like, can the dog walk past a treat on the ground? Is the dog going to freak out when it sees another dog? Mm. What about the smell of blood? Well, <laughs> they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't pour blood on the ground or anything. They didn't? But no. That would my test. Weirdly like, enough. Dun, 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 welcome to Hannah's dog <laughs> testing center. But also, usually there's not too just much blood laying around the hospital. <laughs> what? They're pretty clean, turns out? Really? Yeah. You're not just like, you're I'm just trying picturing. to keep it. Yeah. Oh, you're saying so there's no dog therapists in the ER? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, not. They are actually in the, you can go into the infusion center. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I just always thought, you know, dogs, blood, chickens, et cetera. The chickens? I'm sorry, where, where does this yeah, go? No, I'm just saying, like, where, where did that go? Dogs, you know, if a dog eats a chicken or whatever. I didn't, I, I'm not a dog person, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, if a dog eats a chicken, I don't know. <laughs> you know your dog's a redneck. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay, but go, so they do the test with the treats and the blood on the floor. Yeah, and it's, it's adorable. I mean, he wouldn't lay down in front of eight people getting tested. I mean, it was like, oh, come on. But yeah. they're also looking to see how you interact with the dog and if you can control the dog and, you know, like you guys are communicating on your own. They do those, that test to see if there's triggers, to mm. see if the dog would bite or snarl or just have a bad reaction in any way or, or is, isn't controllable. And they have over 100 dogs at Children's. Wow. So it's, it's a really, it's a broad scope. They have Norbert. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Norbert, the internet dog. He's three pounds. He's this big. His tongue sticks out. Um, this white. big is about the size of a grande cup. Yeah. yeah. He is <laughs> I'm just a reference thing. on our beautiful, beautiful podcast. But then they have, is it Newfoundlands? Those giant dogs. <gasps> yes. And they like get up on the beds of the kids. And it's it's just, oh my God. It's really been a wonderful thing. And it's a nice break. There's two people that don't like dogs. So you don't visit with them. Yeah. But the people who do, it's like, it's just such a. Imagine yeah, what just being it? stuck in a hospital and you're bored and you're a kid and you want to go outside and play and you can't, you know, and you're confined to a room and a bed and it sucks. Yeah. So, so you can like, can, if you want, can you just like have it visit with you next to the bed, but then you can like go outside or like, is it just like. We go to the rooms and visit. If the patient's up and walking around, they can interact that way. Or he also, we put a sheet down and he'll jump on the bed and snuggle and Nugget snuggles so hard. Oh my God. It's very sweet. Have you ever like been walking along and someone comes towards you and they have a beautiful, just adorable dog. And then the person is like not friendly at all. It's the worst. It's like, it's heartbreaking to me. I don't understand it. I can't put two and together. I'm like, it's your job to let me touch your dog. I feel like there's a, you know what? Here's the sad. I take a lot of walks around the park and there's a lot of people there. A lot of hipster-looking young folk that have these adorable, expensive-looking animals. And I'm like, oh, wow. If you have a French bulldog puppy and you're walking around the park, you better be prepared to stop every foot. Yeah, man. You know? And if you're like, oh, God, here we go again. Fuck you. Yeah, you're like, oh, I hate how I'm just bringing joy to so many people right now. It's like, oh, such an inconvenience. I know. It's just an interesting situation when that happens. Yeah. When you're like, when when people are like, not friendly with the dog, but it's them. (laughs) (laughs) They're talking now. They're just talking about themselves. They don't say that. Yeah. They just say it if it's the dog. Right. And you would think the dog would start, I don't know. I thought people kind of choose dogs that reflect their own personalities. Yeah. 
Well, so what uh, uh, do you find? That, how, how often are you going to do the therapy doggy work? I'm freelance, so my jobs always change. I was just in Denver for a few months working. For, to cry. To cry. At the airport. At the airport. To yeah. be tortured by United. By United. <laughs> I couldn't do it while I was in Denver, but it's it's. I go as often as I can. I'm going to go tomorrow. Yay. We're still raising money. We did this walk last week. The walk and play LA was really cute. So many dogs came. So many of the therapy dogs. Did they donate the dogs? Did the dogs donate money? Because that's what the walk's for, right? (laughs) Dogs don't know what money is. Ah, turns out. But yeah, we're still raising money. We have until the end of July. Really? Yeah. So that's why I keep pushing on my social media. I'm like, hey, guys. If people are interested in donating money to the program, where can they go? They can go to the Children's Hospital website. But if you want to donate for Nugget and Norbert, you got to go to Team Pause for a Cause. So pause my for li- a cause. the links in my bio. Pause Team Pause for Instagram. Cause. We'll put it up on the Analyze Pause Twitter. And if you guys um, uh, are not interested in donating to them specifically, you know, check out your local Children's Hospital and see what kind of programs that they're running there. Right. Yeah. Or- you can also just volunteer at shelters sometimes because they need people to like socialize the animals and walk them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jocelyn, I would say that like we were talking about micro choices the other week and mm. the little choices that we make <laughs> to make our lives that make our lives either reinforce the stories we tell ourselves or improve the story of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've made a lot of macro choices in your life, you know, yeah. to do the hard work and to move forward and to bring more. Your capacity to give, it just grows and grows. And I am just so grateful for you to be here today and to share your story with us. And also, what could possibly freak you out now? Like, excuse me. Yeah, true. uh, I found out that my fiance was a sex addict. Yeah. You can't throw anything at me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that that you want to try, universe. We're good. She's so good, man. Jocelyn's good, man. (laughs) Yeah. My friend Megan always says that. She's like, you faced your worst fear. I mean, what? You're fine. And you came out the other side a better person. Yeah. Now dating is just like. It's so trivial. You're like, I've, I, there's so many things I'm just like, oh, that doesn't matter. I mean, are you yeah. a, living a double life or not? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> are you actively a lunatic or yeah, not? Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah. And then we can worry about, you know, what restaurant we're going to eat at. Yeah. Like, right. Like, do you like I don't the care. Eagles? <laughs> yeah. Do you like the Eagles? That's fine. Um, Jocelyn's a big Packers fan. Well, like football oh, I was in general. To the, uh, the yeah. music, the band. Oh, wow. <laughs> but um, that's like a no. But everybody should like the Philadelphia Eagles because number one, they beat the Patriots, and number two, they they're standing up. up for the right things. Yeah. But that being said, NFL is a very dangerous sport. Yeah. I'm very concerned about these brain the health injuries, and, of these people. and I'm trying not to publicize I know. watching football anymore because I, it's hard for me to support it, especially with this kneeling thing. I know. I know. I know. I, I, I know. I know. Right. I really know. Boy, we'll, know. Do, we'll get more into that when football season comes back. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, you know, to make a public statement about whether or not you support the gladiator spectator sport of Yikes. brutality that uh, we know and love. Um, anyway, guys. <laughs> so, ending on that note. So, ending on that beautiful note. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, Episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. We are here every Tuesday with a delightful little segment for your earbuds. And if you want five days a week, seven days a week of Hanalizations, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Pod. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-L-Y-Z-E-P-O-D. Hannah Gell, why don't you tell us about some things? Hannah runs the Twitter. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's my... It's like my main job in life, actually. I think on Friday at work, I spent like six hours on it. I can tell, you know, I think you should spend at least six hours every day on the Twitter. You do a right? good job. And I was like, man, what a really good working day today. I accomplished so much. I noticed you changed the banners and you put a bunch of leaves on yes, our Yes, I like, see, we have like a picture of us, but I like to decorate it with like stamps and stuff. Yeah, Aww, it's, it's pretty cute. And I like to change it so it's like different. 
Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And if you guys want to find more of Jocelyn, Justin, what's the best place for people to find out what you're up to and donate to Pause for Cause? Uh, my handle's Jocelyn Hughes. It's Jocelyn with an S. You want to spell the whole thing? J-O-S-E-L-Y-N-H-U-G-H-E-S. Beautiful. On all the platties. On all the platties. <laughs> all the platties. All the platties. Awesome. Thanks for being here, guys. I hope your earbuds have enjoyed this session, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.